In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. So here's my question. Do you believe that the guys you run into know more than you do about something? And guess what? If you don't, you're a jerk. Like you're just an arrogant jerk because I will guarantee they do. Yep. Right? It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Men in the Arena Podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm here with Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Hey, I'm, I'm doing great too, man. I want to push our guys over to the website. We've got a great new resource for you. I just finished a short little booklet called Of Guts and Men, 30 Days to Unlocking Your Most Courageous Version. This is a word study of the word courage in the Bible. Uh, there are some insights I think will be very... These guys are going, wow, this really has helped me. And so I'm really excited about this. But let's. we got a lot to cover in our 10-minute episode. Let's get a man... You got a man law for me? I do. This one is for every man that needs to be discipled uh, to... Th- Take in consideration. Don't take constructive criticism as an attack. It it is meant to help you. And so I know some people like you know they walk away and just get all ticked off and fired up. Uh, I had a guy come up to me one time and share some stuff with me that he was upset because I said the word freaking. And I said it's a euphemism. I said you know you're probably right. Let me pray about that. I probably need to work on that in my life. And he started going on and on for another ten minutes. But yeah, I uh, I didn't freak out on him. Um, and I think we should be able to take constructive criticism. Be humble, be teachable, and be a leader. So be a learner. So hey, I want to bring back onto our show a good friend of mine, Kent Evans. Uh, we had him on as an interview podcast with his book, Wise Guys, and his organization, Manhood Journey. He's the executive director and founder of Manhood Journey, which is a ministry that helps fathers become disciple makers. He's appeared on television, radio outlets, and podcasts. Spoken to. Uh, at parent, parenting and men's events, and uh, his book, Wise Guys, is a book that we've interviewed him on, and we're excited about that book. And he runs a, a ministry called Manhood Journey, and their focus is helping dads to become better dads. And so he had something in his book, Wise Guys, I thought was really, really good, and I wanted to bring Kent back on and talk about his topic, three things that these us as guys can do right now to find godly counsel. So Kent, welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks. Uh, and that's a different intro than you said you were going to do, because you said the reason I'm going to do this section is because my interview was so horrible. <laughs> this, this was like my yeah, second I'm chance. I'm going to give you a second chance, and then I'm going to unfriend you on Facebook. Okay, good. <laughs> so All just right. so just, just to let you know. I just want to make sure. 
yeah, it was all the cricket the comments in the last, all the cricket comments in the last interview. I just couldn't handle it anymore. Hello. And, <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about cricket. All right. <laughs> hey, I want you to unpack this. I, I really appreciate yeah. your heart with uh, getting coaches and guides and uh, you know, a mentor type of guy in your life. What are these? What are these three steps? And will you unpack those for our guys in about eight minutes? Sure. Yeah, you bet, man. Uh, st- when you're looking for, well, let's, for the quick foundation is, you know, uh, God will never leave you or forsake you, but wisdom will kick you to the curb, right? If you don't believe me, yes. go read Proverbs twenty. Go read Proverbs chapter one, and we find that um, uh, wisdom tries to get our attention, and then in our pride and foolishness, we don't listen to wisdom. And wisdom can come in a few forms, right? God's word, Holy Spirit, revelation. A lot of our wisdom can come from other men uh, and other women. And so what we've got to figure out is how can we get to that wisdom because it's probably walking all around us. So step one, step one and out of three steps, step one, we got to climb down. Step one, climb down. And what I mean by that is get off our high horse and adopt a posture of humility. Um, it's it's pretty easy to believe, for example, if you wanted some financial advice, you could probably get it from Warren Buffett. That'd be probably some pretty smart financial advice. Or if you wanted to learn about evangelism or communication, you could talk to, you know, Billy Graham if he were still alive. Like there's there's these big, big, big guys or women. And you say, yeah, I could learn from that guy. I could learn from that guy for sure. But guess what? Your brother-in-law probably knows more about electrical work than you do. Or your boss at work, who's actually five years younger than you, probably knows more about social media than you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what we've got to figure out is how can we not have this high and mighty kind of posture uh, that we go, oh, well, yeah, if I wanted to learn basketball, I go to LeBron James. Well, I don't have access to LeBron James. I can't just call him up and ask him. But, you know, I could go to my buddy, uh, Brian who played some D one ball and I could learn from Brian, but then I'd have to go humble myself. So mm. step one, climb down, admit you need help. One of the Greek words for humility is tapaneo. I love that word. Go look it up. And what it basically means is to make flat. So humility is the essence of us being flattened. And God is mm. like this merciful, you know, concrete flattener, uh, steamroller and he wants to roll over you and make you flat. That's good. step one, climb down. Step two, determine the gaps, determine the gaps. So for example, you might want to become a better listener. You may want to get out of debt. You may want to get off of internet porn. You may want to learn how to golf better. You may want to whatever, fill in the blank. But what are some areas where you need to grow as a man? And if you're listening right now and going, gosh, I don't know, Kent, I don't know of any. Hmm. Guess who does know? Mm-hmm. The wife that you're married to. She knows. She knows exactly where you need help. So here's the deal. Go ask her, if I could improve in one area, what would that area be? And whatever she says next, just write it down, say thanks, and move on. Go find two or three people. Like if you're totally stuck and you think, man, I don't know how to grow, then go to the people around you. Go to your boss. Go to some of your direct reports. Go to your, your, your co-teacher of your Sunday school. They'll tell you because they see them, right? They see them. Spot the gaps. I had a boss, Steve, and Steve used to always say, facts are friendly. Facts are friendly. I was with a gentleman yesterday on a call, and his website is, uh, let's just use a word, tragic. It's horrible. So bad. And he wanted some feedback, and I gave it to him. And I told him at the end, hey, I'm not being critical. I'm just telling you 
some information and you can choose what to do with it. And he was gracious and received it well, even though I was kind of a bullhead in how I gave it. But facts are friendly. So step one, climb down. Step two, determine the gaps. Step three, spot helpers. Spot helpers. Um, and I was kind of, we were picking on this word earlier, Jim, about the word mentor. And yeah. I love the word mentor. It's fine. But the challenge with the word mentor is it comes across in, my, in a lot of our minds as this all-knowing, all-seeing, floating above yeah. humanity guy who, you know, perfection. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, here's the thing. The reason, the, the heart of the reason we do that, we define mentor as this perfect guy who has everything together is because what it gives us is a backdoor to never go find a mentor. Because yep. guess who we find that's perfect? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> so what we do is we go, soon as I find Jesus incarnate, I'll let him be my mem- mentor. And then we go, oh, yeah, here I am, 70 years old, never found one. No, man, listen, spot helpers. And so what I'm looking for in the helpers area are guys who know, like as you and I talked earlier, the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People is a great book in this regard. And Dale Carnegie quotes Ralph Waldo Emerson in that book. And he says, Every man I meet is in some way my superior, mm. and in that I endeavor to learn. Mm-hmm. And the way Dale Carnegie framed it up in his book, which of course he was a billionaire back in the day when the billion was with a lot of money, and Dale Carnegie said, "If I got, if I were a homeless guy tomorrow, I'd have to go to another homeless guy and ask him how to live on the street. Mm-hmm. For all my knowledge of running a concrete company or a steel company, I don't know how to live on the street, and a homeless guy would have a lot to teach me." And it wasn't a, it wasn't a trick. It wasn't a gimmick. It wasn't just a, a people skill. It was a belief system. So here's my question. Do you believe that the guys you run into know more than you do about something? And guess what? If you don't, you're a jerk. Like you're just an arrogant jerk yeah. because I will guarantee they do. Yep. Right. It just depends. You just got to find it. You got to find it, right? And, and, and we'll demonstrate real quick. I got one minute left. We'll demonstrate. Here we go, Jim. Hey, Jim, tell me something that you do today. You know, you wake up at 8 a.m., you go to bed at 9 p.m. What, what's something you do in the day that requires some skill you have? Yeah, I've been shooting my bow every day of the week. Getting All right, ready stop talking. Season. Listen, I know right now, I know right now, Jim could teach me about bow shooting already. Nine seconds, that wasn't a setup. I didn't even know what he was going to say, but here's what I know now. If I wanted... To be a better bow shooter, I could just start asking him, how'd you get started? Where'd you learn? What's a website you'd recommend? Blah, blah, blah. Because here's the deal. I was activating my reticular activating system in my brain. Love that. I'm looking for people. I'm looking for people who have certain skills because that's where I'm trying to improve. Better listener, be more funny, whatever it might be. And then when I find those people, I lean into them with a bunch of questions. And so here it is, guys. Number one, climb down. Get off your high horse. Admit you need some help. Number two. Determine the gaps. And if you need to, go ask your wife. She sees a dozen. (laughs) Number three, spot helpers. And you don't got to spot a perfect guy. Just spot someone who has a skill in a narrow area where you can do that and you'll have everything you need. Kent, thanks so much, man. That was so good. I I just I hope our guys are getting it. You're busy. You're hurried. You're driving to work. You're raising a family. You're loving a woman. You're serving a church. You don't have time to figure this out on your own. Let us help you. Let us let you help yourself. I mean, get guys around you that can help you. You don't have to figure this out alone. And if you do, man, your life is pathetic. Uh, I think Kent called you a jerk. So anyway, hey, Dale, man, uh, we're excited. Thank you so much, Kent, for coming on. Sure appreciate you, brother. 
My pleasure. Thanks, man. Dale, what's up? Drive us home, brother. Yeah, guys, go to meninarena.org and get your free copy of Guts and Men, 30 Days to Unlocking Your Most Courageous Version. Also, go to your podcast app and leave a review. And you can also email us at info at meninarena.org and leave us your hero stories. What has God done in your life? Thank you so much, guys. And until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of the battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.